Go. The Daddy Podcast. 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 The who? The Daddy Podcast. The where? The Daddy Podcast. The what? The Daddy Podcast. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it is the Daddy Podcast episode eight. This is a very we got Daddy Pete here. Daddy Pete is here. Daddy Pete is in the house, and it's Daddy, the host here as well, Michael. Welcome, welcome. How are you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? <laughs> I'm just doing candy. It's a it's a late night, but I appreciate you coming on the show on such a short notice. Problem anytime. Now, you are Daddy, right? Yeah, I certainly am. Twice over. Twice over. So, how old are the kids? So my little guy just turned three at the end of March, and my little girl is going to be turning one at the end of May. Oh, wow. Okay, so really close together. Uh, two years apart. They're two years apart. Two years apart. Yeah, that, that's like perfect, right? Yeah. 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 Was Worked this, out that way. You were like, did, was this planned at all? Um, When my wife and I first started like talking about having kids and i said if we're doing if we're, we're going to go more than one i kind of wanted them to be closer together because like i have a, a younger brother and we were four years apart and that was just a little bit too far okay um i thought because we were really different like we were really into different ages and we we i don't know and my wife and her older brother were only two years apart and they were kind of closer as kids so i thought we i don't know for some reason, they just worked out two years. Yeah, I can I can relate to that. My sister is we and I are two and a half years apart, mm-hmm. and then my youngest brother he's ten years later. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I still played a lot with my brother, though. Maybe it's yeah. A, maybe maybe it's a character thing. I don't know. Uh maybe. I think yeah. it might have to do with like when you get like older, older when you're like much older. Yeah. Um, like now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like now. No, like if your if your siblings are much much younger than you, I think you're going to end up playing with them in a way that's more like, um, you know, like you kind of want to be a teacher, like a pedagogue kind of thing to them, yeah. Um, as, as opposed to seeing them as like a sibling in in the same way. I don't know. That's this mm. my kind of. Did you find it. your Did you find your brother was trying to be more like a big brother to you? Uh no 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 he's younger so he never oh he was younger much about a good he, he was a terrible good big brother um <laughs> no he uh <laughs> no he was just he was just far enough apart from me in age that a lot of times it was like you know you get the whole like you have to take your brother with you and you're like oh really oh shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay sorry for the language I no, mean okay. I can. Now with Albus and Casper, mine is five and the other one is 13, 14 weeks. Mm-hmm. Albus seems to be, we, we always were thinking to have kids closer together as well. Uh, but it didn't turn out that way. Right? Sometimes yeah. things happen, right? And um, now it's like, it's it's good five years apart, like four years and 11 months. But mm-hmm. it's somehow it's okay as well. I think it's almost like whatever you accept it to be, it's it's good for it. Yeah, like sometimes it's just like we were really lucky in the sense of it kind of worked out the way that we kind of hoped it would, I suppose. Um, but it doesn't 
make it like really if it doesn't make a difference like you're still going to care about your kids no matter what ages they are how far apart mm. so were you always like you wanted to have kids when you were growing up in high school you like yep uh, i'm going to be daddy one day i i you know what i entertained it a lot is like a young young kid kind of thing but i don't know how much of that is just like that kind of like that social upbringing you're like this is what you do if you're a, if you know you become a father at some point in your life that's just the path of growing up um And uh, in high school, I think I went through the phase of like, you know, really disliking children um, because that's, I think, what every person goes through, like this angsty phase where you hate everything, including, you know, joy and life and everything else. Um, but then I think as I got older, I was like, yeah, yeah I think I still want to, you know, like I want to have somebody to teach kind of thing, somebody to grow, like watch grow up and you know, teach them the things that I wish I knew. Yeah. Yeah, he's like passing on what and who you are as well, right? Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that's a big one. So for me, I can say I always was like, yeah, no, I want to have kids because like I've been growing up with siblings, and I was like, this is a good deal. And then <laughs> right there, 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 there was a phase where I was like not so sure anymore, and I was like, it's it's good how it is. And then I went with it, and it was a really good decision. Right on. Yeah, it's always um. It's kind of one of those uh, decisions that you can't really like step back from. Um, but I don't know anybody, at least in my circle of like other parents or friends or whatever, that have kind of said like, yeah, I'm, I'm not really happy being a parent. They're just like all of them are over the moon for the kid. Yes, of course. I, I can relate to that. Mm -hmm. uh, you, the microphone at the end is a little bit cutting out, but it's okay. I can still bail. I can still hear you a little bit. Okay. Sorry about that. No, it's all good. I just let you know. And because you were, you got this fancy microphone all set up there when we did the test. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had it set up anyway, but uh, technology, right? That's how. Yep, it happens. technology. Because we are recording remotely again today of what's going on, mm -hmm. and that's what we're gonna do. Yep, I'm gonna get my three-year-old to set up my uh, my technology from now on. He's probably better at it than I am at this point. I'm willing <laughs> to. I'm willing to admit defeat. Yes. Well, oh well. Did you make it to the uh, first birth? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You um, were there. You yeah, were I was there the, the whole time, every time. <laughs> yeah, the whole time, both times. Okay, cool. And did you guys, as a couple or as a daddy, did you feel like you want to be alone in that room with your wife, or were you very protective about that, or were you more like, uh, it's okay for other family members to be there as well? Um, I think. I don't know how much we talked about it, but it was really like, no, it's just the two of us and, you know, the, the medical professionals that, you know, should be there kind of thing. Um, yeah. uh, that was definitely the first time around. The second time around, there really wasn't too much of a choice because everything happened so quickly. Um, it, we didn't like, we didn't even make it to the hospital or anything. It was just like, Hey, the baby's here in the driveway. So. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. That happened unique yeah that did happen uh luckily everything worked out really well but that was a uh an experience i'll never forget to see the very least and I, i know that you know any anytime somebody's having a kid it's going to be a very memorable experience but um yep that one that one was high or somehow <laughs> yeah do you want to talk about this or is that too private oh no no it's cool it's cool um no it was just it was really um exciting and sudden um You know, with uh, with uh, Jeremy or my son, he um, it was like a long 
it was almost like 24 hours of active labor like it was a long time and we thought that the you know that when the uh the second baby was coming um that uh we'd have a fair amount of time so like you know you like timing the contractions and you're like yeah it's about time to go and then it was just like it was really time to go and so that little girl was just like hey i'm ready to fly into this world at the speed of light <laughs> and she did kind of thing like we just we didn't wow. make it it was like i don't know less than an hour kind of thing from just like oh yeah i think we should start getting them going no it was maybe like 40 minutes like it was just like boom this wow. child is here kind of thing so your partner, your wife, just gave birth with no pain medicine and nothing, just like that. No, and no, not nothing. Like just wow. pure will, and and I don't know. She will, she will always be my hero for our first child, and I, I you know, it kind of cements her as a saint for my for our second, right? To just to go through that, mm-hmm. um, you know, with nobody around. Like I, I just, I can't imagine. Like people were like, oh yeah, it's really stressful for dads. Like, nah, it's a little bit different, I think, in for like a woman going through it because like there's so much happening to your body, and it's not like you could, like, there's so much happening, right? And it's so scary, and it's so potentially life threatening for not just you, but you know, for the baby as well. And yes, there's always a risk. Yeah, there's always a risk, right? And like Mm -hmm. there, that like that, I can't fathom how stressful and crazy that would be kind of thing and not to mention it you know hurts i'm I'm sure there's a high amount of pain and you know um discomfort going on the whole you know procedure and um yeah like Mm -hmm. it's pretty it's it's amazing it's incredible right yeah when i was in the in the labor room for the first time in uh for the first child for hours yeah and we at least i was in delivery and um the i've we there's separate rooms but the hallway is open and the door is just not really shut right yeah but it's it's private but then you uh, this was for the first time i could hear a, a human cry uh, screaming in pain and i have never heard that before oh like and like that, down the hallway kind of thing yeah 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 like there was another woman who gave birth right yeah and and we as supposedly we as men can't even handle that anyways the pain level that they go through so, but I, I was just so amazed that that actually is just like, I've never had a, I never heard that except in like Hollywood movies when there's a, mm-hmm. like a guy and he's running and he's a ramble, whatever, and he <laughs> screams in pain, but no, that's actually like in real life. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, I, I, I know I can, I, I remember that as well. Like there was somebody else like giving birth, not, not in our driveway, luckily, but, um, in our, like for the first kid and you hear that and you're like, oh. Oh, this is this is a real this is a really real thing <laughs> yes but i think everyone's different right like some people um you know they have different experiences with pain and how they um kind of work themselves through it right like some people mm-hmm. um some people like i like i said again i don't know I, I don't know what that it all feels like i'm not claiming to but i just know that different people deal with pain in different ways um and so yeah. some people can be you know, very vocal and very loud and, and maybe that helps them. Um, and other people can be very, you know, like they get really breathing and then you get that kind of classical <laughs> Lamaze thing going on. And yeah, I yeah. know. Everybody's different. No, I am. So should I call you Dr. Dr. Pete daddy now or 
because you delivered the baby then? <laughs> the baby delivered. No, <laughs> I was present. <laughs> that was my that was my 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 big goal there is just be present, and I was present, and the baby delivered itself. <laughs> so she comes down the stairs towards the truck or vehicle, and then it's just like you. What what goes through your mind as a daddy in that moment? holding it all together and just being there for your your partner um i i don't even know really what went go went exactly through my head because it was just it's one of those moments where everything feels like it's kind of in slow motion you know like if you've ever mm. been in like a, a car accident you can kind of like like you're you're pumped with so much adrenaline going on at the time that you're just like you're you're calm but even though you know you shouldn't be and that's sort of what i felt like i'm just like okay this is what i have to do this is what i'm going to do and this is how we're going to approach the situation um okay yeah so life experience in a way that you accomplished through your throughout your life helped you to like be there and get it done and help as much as possible right well, I had to. I did not have yeah. the opportunity. Like, I did not have the choice, right? And I'd hope that anybody else, like, in, a, in that situation would, you know, like, basically you have two options. Either you can stand there and risk, stand there or run away or, and risk somebody else or, or two people. Like, you could, you might be risking their life um, in some way, or you can do whatever it is you can do. And the the easiest thing you can do is stay calm um, mm -hmm. because if you stay calm, then somebody else has a good chance of staying calm. And then that's yes, because you help them. Right. Yeah. You know, like, you know, so one more question on that topic. Yeah. Did you, did you um, project guidance on your partner then? Or did, did she guide you and say, okay, now you do this. Now you do that. Or you took control over it. Um, I think it was end up being a little bit of both um, because I didn't like, you kind of want to make sure like you, in, in this case, I thought that I thought that my partner would know what's best because it's her body. Um, and so I was kind of letting her take the lead until I guess she couldn't anymore. Like she couldn't really explain kind of thing. Um, yeah. And I was kind of talking her through it and I, I, I kind of wonder if I should have, you know, been a little bit more assertive and just be like, Nope, we're doing this and then we're going to do this. But I remember being like, Nope. Uh, do you want me to call, you know, like, do you want to get in the car? Do you want to like, do you want to try and get in the car? Are we going to start to drive? You know, what do you want to do? And I don't think she knew, but I don't think I did either. So sometimes I don't know. You mm -hmm. ask questions to try to figure it out, even though you know that nobody knows the answer. Um, yeah, it was it was like a passive way of helping, right? I guess so. Um, yeah. But I think that, um, like, I the only thing I remember doing is like, no, I'm calling the nine one one operator and talking to them, right? Like, I'm I'm calling them and I'm just being like, no, I'm not just gonna try and figure this out. I'm, you know, I'm getting it to get somebody who's better trained and smarter on this because obviously you know this is a situation where i'm okay with saying i don't know what i'm doing i need some help yes of course yeah i i would not even be able to uh i don't know how i would handle it honestly like hats off to you i i, I would not know how to do you that. know what michael and to anybody else listening out there um 
you know, what I went through was an incredible experience, but I don't think it makes me any better or, or worse of a father or anything like that. I think it's just, you're going to hit situations in your life where you are going to have to be the best person you can be right there and be the most supportive person. And you don't know what that is until you're doing it. Um, and that, that's all it that's, is, right? Yeah, that's beautiful. I would just let's leave it like that. I like that. Okay. That's wonderful. <laughs> now, you, this three-year-old, you should come across temper tantrums now as well, right? No, as never, never, never. No, you don't, you, it doesn't happen. On you? No, <laughs> you never, you never there. <laughs> no, I am lying through every tooth I have. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. No, I. So, did you, were you aware of temper tantrum before you had kids? Yeah. Or was that something you looked up afterwards, and then you're like, "Oh, okay, that's what's happening." No, I think everybody's aware. Everybody who has, who has, you know, met a child has known a temper tantrum at some point. They're they're definitely a thing that happens. Okay. Interesting. What? For me, it was something. For me, it was more like, "Oh, okay, so that's this thing." Because I was not, I was not as familiar. With really? That. Yeah, maybe it's because of the language. Maybe. Because yeah, because we probably call it differently. Okay, so you just. It, uh, so what's the, what's the German word for temper tantrum? I think it would be like more like anfall, wutanfall, like an anger um, attack, maybe. Okay. Like an attack, something like an attack. That's very interesting. Even yeah. though. Yeah, I would probably have to look it up because I'm probably not doing this correctly, but I'm not going to do this because we, I like to just guess. Okay, no, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. But I have to say, once you know what it is, uh, you can help your child to get through it. Yes. I think a lot of times it feels like, I think as a parent, when you're dealing with the temper tantrum, is you have a whole bunch of keys. You have this like giant you know, school janitor size ring of keys and you're kind of trying to unlock the temper tantrum so you can get that child back to normal or, you know, maybe not back to normal, but at least like unlock like, oh, they're going to respond now instead of just, you know, continuing to be upset. Um, and it, just, it feels like it's really slow sometimes. So like sometimes you get it on the first try. You're like, oh, cool. That was the right key. And other times you're like, nope, that's the last one on the ring. <laughs> Yes, so true. Yes, and then they they change too, right? The kids develop a different theme or something. Yes, and then it just doesn't work anymore. Yes, uh, very much so. What is your number one technique to dealing with a temper tantrum? Uh, I I respect him. I tell him usually, "Abus, I love you," and I know that you, what you are expressing right now is not what you really mean to say. And then uh, we try to go through it. I, I usually try to stick with, well, if let's say if it's a jacket and a zipper, mm -hmm. I, I usually try to let it him to go through that motion and learn mm -hmm. it. That was like, we had a, we had a half a year where we wasted every morning, 30 minutes <laughs> in the house <laughs> to get through the car for a zipper. But, you know, and then, You depend on your partner too. If your partner says, "You know what, cut it out," and she does it for you, then there's uh, there's your partner can help you or or can work against you. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that a hundred percent. 
but that can go either way, right? So it's not gender specific. Oh no, no, no! It's just it's it's about that communication piece between the two parents, right? And saying, okay, if we're going to deal with X situation, whatever that is, we'll go back to the jacket and the zipper. Then you know, if you come up with a combined strategy, uh, or at least you know, like a unified vision or whatever, um, if you're both working at it from the same angle, it seems to work better, I think. Um, yeah. And I, 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 you yeah. know, my wife and I, Caitlin, we've totally done that a few times. We're like, well, I tried this. Well, I tried this, you know, like, okay, well, let's. And a lot of times you don't have that kind of like, um, you know, <laughs> that like war room where you're sitting there planning, figuring out how to do everything uh, with each other. And yes. so you have to kind of like take a little bit of verbal cues and just go along. Like if, you know, if, if my wife is dealing with temper tantrum over, a you know, a zipper and a jacket, I'll just take her lead kind of thing or i'll try to take over when i can yes. see that she's getting you know frustrated or tired and, and you know what she does the same thing for me a lot um you know when you yeah. you, you can't like you, i can't discount how important that is sometimes that um your partner can recognize you're just like oh you know what you're obviously tired with this i can f you know i can feel you getting angry <laughs> about the situation um you know let me take over for a bit and that helps a lot too mm-hmm yep Hundred percent. We have in our in our household we have this. It's not a it's an unwritten rule. Like when Lisa makes a decision and says, "Now this is what we're going to do," and I'm in the room, and then Alba says, uh, "Papa, what are we going to do?" Then I say, "No, this is what we decided mm -hmm. to do." What Lisa said, because whatever I find it's it's works better that way. For the parents to work together on the kids oh yeah huge 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 um i've got a one of my really good friends is actually an uh an, an early childhood educator he works in the daycare and uh so he deals with little kids all the all the all the time and he says one of the he's he's given me a lot of advice over the years and one of the things that's kind of interesting is we'll talk back and forth about like because i do a lot of like i'm a manager um, so I have a lot of like management background and dealing with, um, you know, frontline staff and stuff like that. And it's funny how similar some of the practices are, but being a unified force where they be a management team or a, a parenting team it, is equally as important in both sort of fields. And that's, and I always thought that was really interesting that there's a very good parallel there that, you know, mom and dad don't say different things. You know, you want to make sure that your, your kids know that like, no, my parents are on the same team. They're on team parent and yeah. I am team kid and team kid always <laughs> win. Yeah, and team family. Works and, yeah. Together. But team family is the big one. Yeah, exactly. I like that. Now, would you want, if you could like just go into the daycare and be a daycare worker for ever, would you want to do that at all? Uh, could you do that? No, no, I don't think okay. I could do that. Um, I might have maybe when I was younger, but I don't know if I could do it like now because um, it's it's really it's interesting, right? Like you're like I have a I have a couple nieces. Actually, I have three nieces, and I used to babysit some of them when they were or one of them when they were when she was younger. And it's really different when it's your kid, and I don't know how else to explain that. Um, you know, like if you get kind of like competitive with your own kids and you're like, no, 
no, my son, you will not beat me. I will figure out what kind of food that you like. You know, like I will figure out how to get you to eat spinach. You know, like you, you get competitive and you're like, <laughs> I, and you're doing it because you want the best for them. You know, like, no, I'm going to be the yes. one to break the code to figure out how to get you to put your shoes on the right feet. Um, and when it's somebody else's kid and you're doing it sort of for a job, I wonder sometimes if you, if like, I know personally, I might be like, okay, this didn't work. Oh, well, <laughs> you know, like, like, I guess, like, I don't know. I think I would let go in the same way. I wouldn't be as competitive about it. You know, okay. I don't know. Yeah, it makes sense. For me, I would be. I think I would be overwhelmed. Uh, uh, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I would. I. I. I don't know how they do it and the the amount of patience they must have, but I would not be able. To it's do an it. extreme amount of patience, and from what I can gather from my buddy, um, it's it's a lot of structure. It's a lot, a lot of structure, and I think mm. kids really thrive on structure, which is incredibly yes. hard right now that everything is really unstructured um, just with what's yeah. going on in the world. Um, but yeah, they, mm -hmm. that was one of the big things is that these daycares, they all work in structure, you know, like every day, 2 PM is quiet time and 2:30 is snack time. And, you know, like it's all very, very structured and kids do yeah. we, do better on routines. Like almost everybody does better on a routine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it is. It's almost like it keeps you balanced. Yeah, it does. Do you use a, like, are you pretty strict with a routine or do you have like a rough routine? Uh, when it's regular life, so excluding <laughs> yeah. anything like the last four weeks, we, we have okay. a routine. Like we have a set bedtime for the kids and we have, we had the time when we eat is similar and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And uh, actually, yesterday we we sat down and we we decided to start with a routine nice. again. Like I uh, I do math now for hours, like yes. numbers, not math. Yeah, well, it is it's addition and minus. I do two with him, and um, we do it once a day. But now I'm trying to structure it so that's almost always at mm -hmm. the same time. So yeah, we we're trying to put that into turns Good. now. Yeah, so because mainly it started because the schools now sent us videos. He's an SK, and the teachers are starting now to send us materials uh, through Seesaw, and that's an okay. app. And then there, it feels like there's a routine now. So we get up a little bit earlier. Then by the time he's done, this the media is coming in through the app, and then he can engage with that. And then the day cool. starts. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, but it it works for now. So. And then today, for example, I didn't do math with him. I built a I built a Lego Minecraft oh, awesome. house with him. So yeah, sometimes it just doesn't work. Right? No, there's there's definitely there's some days where it's not. Um, you 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 don't give up, but you just recognize that maybe it's just not going to work, and it's it's tough sometimes because I think that routine is important. But on the other hand, you have to recognize that you know children are not little automatons and even though they thrive on the structure and they thrive on the routine, there are days that they may not actually want to do one specific uh, thing right, mm -hmm. from that routine. Yes. You know, um, like the big That's thing so that, that we're struggling with is nap time. We're still holding on to that, that nap for um, our little guy. 
because it's kind of it's it's important right and it makes we we've noticed that um if he doesn't get it then bedtime gets to be a lot harder because at that point he's really tired um yes but it's he's starting to phase out of it i think and he's not wanting to kind of thing like he so we're trying i like i'm thinking that maybe it moves to a quiet time for a little while you know Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Okay, you can be awake, but yeah, you know, do, read books you, and you know. Do you have? Is the bed still open, or is it like a cage still? And that's, that's the wrong <laughs> word, but I mean, like he's bed. out of a crib now. He's got a big. Uh, he's got a big board bed. Yeah, well, perfect. Yeah. So that's good. That's like that, that's. How did you feel about that when you opened up that bed for the um, first time? Actually, it's kind of interesting. It was a bed that I, that my dad had in university, and he gave it to me kind of thing because they just kept it around it's just like an old single bed and then it kind of got forgotten for like 30 years or something like that and then i took it and i was gonna throw it out but i took the sander to it because i'm like what's under this ugly crappy like beige 70s paint and it was solid maple so i'm like well i gotta finish this so i redid the whole thing and put it together for him and so i was just like here i made you a bed so we kind of made it special to him that he was moving out of the crib and yes. that he's been, he's actually been really good with it. He's only fallen out of the bed like once. Yeah. Did you put something underneath the bed? Uh, yeah. Out? We put some pads on the ground there. So if he does fall, it doesn't go directly yeah. onto the laminate. Yeah. We did that too. And then in the mornings, he will just wake up on the bed oh, really? all the time. And then we, and then we removed it. And then, um, he fell out and he wakes up and he's in pain mm-hmm. for a second and then he goes back into the bed and then he did that twice and mm. then that's what yeah happened. sometimes uh <laughs> sometimes failure is a really really good lesson uh teacher yeah yeah it wasn't high it was like yeah. maybe four inches right because we had a crib that you okay. could convert yeah so it was all converted and now in that crib the uh is sleeping now oh, okay so we're using it yeah that's again. what happened with um yeah. with us we we wanted to start getting Isla, my daughter, into the crib because um, she was in like a little bassinet at first. And uh, we're like, okay, yep. it's time for him to get, you know, he gets a big boy bed and then he gives up the crib kind of thing. And at the same time of giving him the big boy bed, we also like, like I made a new room for him kind of thing. Like I had an office upstairs, but we converted into a second bedroom and like I let him pick out the paint color and, you know, he helped me paint like put a new floor down and all the sort of stuff like that and so it was sorry did you let him did you let him uh he said he wanted blue so i picked out some blue for him yeah and like he picked out some (laughs) my mother-in-law made or um had somebody make some curtains and he picked it out of fabric for him and like we made it we really made it his and he probably won't you know be as attached to these choices as he gets older but <laughs> for the time being right like it, it mm-hmm. i thought it kind of helped the tradition of the the uh, transition of moving out of that sort of like nursery room to his own room kind of thing and trying to yeah yeah it is That's a really a big, big step. step because he's like okay now i've got a baby sister and i've got a new room and i've got a new bed and all of this stuff and i, I always wonder if that's like super overwhelming for little kids eh, no they're not stressed out by anything I don't. I, I I don't know. I don't think so. They they, they live in a different reality. Maybe I think they react to it in different ways. Yeah, I think. Have that's you very true. Hmm? now? What I was going to say. Have you ahead. noticed any jealousy now? Has that come up at all? 
that's why my that was our main concern. And you know what? He is. I, I was just unbelievable with oh, uh, Casper. Yeah, he wants to hold him. He like helps in the household mm -hmm. more than ever. He is like he's stepping up such a big time. Sometimes he, when I spend mm -hmm. time with Casper, he he tries to get yep. in there. But then I have, and then I have to tell him, you know what, Albus, I just played with you hockey outside, and right now yep. it's a little bit yep. Casper time. But I, I am actually, I am amazed. So, yeah, we were at first too. We really were. Yeah. He was super helpful, yeah. and like, you know, talk about her all the time, and like, you know, how you end up giving kids. Well, I don't know. I give my kids nicknames. I don't mean to, but it just happens that way. Like, <laughs> um. Yeah. for some reason like he i i would call my daughter by her nickname and he'd be like no 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 it's baby isla you call her baby isla i'm like okay <laughs> you know and he's like two he's just like two and a half or something like that when she came or not even two and a half when he came around but he was like very very protective okay. of like no that's wrong dad say her name right <laughs> <laughs> you've been told uh, now um What would you do if Jeremy would say, "I want my room to be pink"? What's the room to be pink? What's the room to be pink? It's just a color. Like it. You would just paint it pink. Yeah, oh, like it, I love that. Cares. <laughs> I. Well, some people, some people wouldn't want to do that, right? So, I just wanted to know how you feel about um, that. That you would you do it or would you not do it? That's mainly my. Opinion. I think I would probably. I. I don't know if I would go like hot pink. Because then I think it would drive me crazy to walk in there all the time or drive my wife crazy or, you know, like it would just be too offensive. But I could be like, all right, we can we can pick something like a salmon color, something that's sort of like, you know, is what he wanted, but not as abrasive mm -hmm. on the old eyes. You know, <laughs> Just because I don't really like painting all that much. So I wouldn't want to do it again in two years. You know, if he'd said like, I, I want a green room. I get that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was like pink, and you know we just like we we go with it. If he wants to choose that, that's good for him and us. So I find like, hey, if you like it, you like yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny how like I don't know like um like little boys can be like that where you where you think that you know they're gonna naturally gravitate to all of these things that little boys are supposed to gravitate to like you know trucks and um, superheroes and excuse me and uh you know blue and, and gray and you know all those sort of things and then they they kind of just gravitate and go to whatever that they find interesting um you know like yeah my son plays yeah. with a like he's got like a little like he's got like a broom and a dustpan and stuff like that and he plays with that and mostly because i think he thinks he's you know he's helping kind of thing he likes that um, he likes to help cook and he's got like a little kitchen type thing that he's really into, like that he likes cooking. Cause it's, I think it's, he sees us doing that, but he's also got like, mm. we've got like a pink bib and a blue bib and he picks the pink one half the time and the blue one half the half the other time. Like it, it really doesn't matter. Right. Like okay. pick the clean one. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For us, it's like when we have like, I was, we, we got him this pink shirt with the, okay. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. And yeah, and then he, um, I think somebody saw it in school and they just said to him, Boys are not supposed mm. to wear pink. 
And then he came home the day and then he said, that's what they said. And then we just like, well, it doesn't matter. You know, if you want mm-hmm. to wear it, it's cool. It's just like, I think there's this perception still around, mm-hmm. which is fine. But I just wanted to, I just wanted to know what you, how, and how you feel about that. And I like that you, I like that you yeah, open to it. Like I said, it's just a color. It doesn't matter. Right. Like, and really yeah. like he's three years old. I like, he's going to have plenty of life to live where he's going to make different decisions and maybe he's going to like them for a long time. And maybe he's going to like them for a little bit of time. You know, like there was a, there was a brief period in my life yeah. where I like Bon Jovi, you know, like I look back at that and being like, okay, maybe I was right. Maybe I was wrong, but it was something I did. It doesn't make it bad. Right. <laughs> it doesn't agree with my current musical exactly. taste, I but like you that. know, it is what it is. Right. It is. It is. So how do you get time uh, for yourself? If you get time, do you miss time having for yourself? Do you miss living life before the, your kids or is it, you would not want to go back and it's better. You know, it's kind of, I, I'm, I tend to be a bit of a more nostalgic person. Um, and I can kind of go down that rabbit hole of how things used to be a lot. Um, but I tend to, I don't get a lot of time for myself. Um, I, and it's not in the sense where I just sort of want to like put around and watch TV a lot of times. It's like, I want to build things and, and, fix things and and you know like have little projects and stuff like that and i i try to find time for myself but i find the most at like the most of my time seems to be like late at night um just because it's like okay the kids are asleep um you know nothing really needs to be done the dogs have been walked you know like and i can be quiet and i can just sort of like you know, collect my thoughts or whatever. I find late at night is when I get most of my time to myself. Um, but it's, yes. it's funny. Um, I remember actually one time, I think you were talking to Hoyt or something like that. Um, you were talking about how like the difference between one kid and two kids. And like, you know, when you have one mm-hmm. kid, you're just like, okay, well, one of you can take a break because the other one can just take over. And when there's two kids, it's sort of like, yes. well, nobody really gets a break because somebody's always usually got one of them. Cause it's pretty hard to take, well, at least when they're really little anyway. Um, yeah. You get, you get a break from the kids. Yeah. You, <laughs> you get a half a break. Um, and I, you know, I, I can't figure out how my wife does it because I'm still working and I still work a fair amount, how she's home with both of them, like for most of the day and how, you know, crazy that's got to be now, especially because it's not like they can go to the park or the playground or the, you know, the play center or, you know, even grocery shopping. Like it's a chore that needs to be done, but it's an outing. Right. And, but it's yeah. just me going out right now. So no, it's pretty, no, well, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Do you miss them then at nighttime after a couple hours? You like, I know where they are. I'll, I, I don't bug the baby if she's sleeping because she's a really light sleeper. But if my son's like, I'll check on him before I go to bed, like make sure his covers are on and stuff like that. And, you know, do do those little nice. dad things. Yes. I I feel like when when Casper, he, mm-hmm. he sleeps a little bit longer, I even wake up at nighttime and I'm just like, hey, he should be already awake now for this like feeding. And so he's got, he's got you trained. And then sometimes there's more... <laughs> yeah 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 and then yeah they have you right <laughs> and then sometimes sometimes i was goes to bed and casper's already asleep earlier and then i'm just like i'm by myself and i'm just like what am i <laughs> gonna do now it's it's almost like 
I, I miss yeah. them then in a way when I, when I don't have anything lined mm-hmm. up that I want to do that day. And I'm just like, it's just like after a couple hours, I'm just like, eh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely um, different uh, for sure. <laughs> sometimes I know that sometimes I'll get like a little bit later at night. I'm like, okay, I've got some time myself. Everybody's asleep. I didn't expect this to happen. I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know how long this is going to last. <laughs> if somebody's going to wake up early or if I should just go to bed or, or what, what, what do I do? And so you just yeah. end up like, you know, kind of wasting time <laughs> and then you kind of feel guilty for wasting time. Mm-hmm. Weird. It's yes. So what do you do in your free time then when you have time? Like you, um, you have a hobby? Yeah, I try to like we, my wife and I, we try to structure that a little bit and just say, okay, I would, uh, you know, tonight I want to do this or tonight I want to do that or this weekend I want to do that. And we try yes. to work out somewhat of a schedule or a plan kind of thing around the kids' yeah, schedules. Kids like if she's like, you know what, I really want to, um, you know, plant some seedlings. Um, I'll be like, okay, I will, you know, when do you want to do that? Do you want to do that before dinner, after dinner? Like we'll try to work something out so we can both, you know, kind of use that time sort of thing. Um, I've got a couple hobbies. Like I like to play with wood and play RPGs online on the weekends at times. Um, kind of my big stress relievers. Like every Friday I get to do that. Yes. Do you need do you need that time to keep you sane, especially now in the, those times, like mentally? Like I, I can explain that mm-hmm. from my perspective. Like if I don't do a physical activity, like push. Uh, right now I do everything body weights, but if I don't do that, then it's just like I feel like stress creeps up to me, mm-hmm. and I'm not as mm-hmm. patient. Uh, do you feel find that that time you I need as well? I do. Um, I try to take a walk every day to walk the dog every day, and whether that be okay. with all four of us, you know, and getting all suited up and going out and taking a walk, or if it's just me and the dog and a podcast kind of thing. Um, you know, I've been, I kind of fell off the wagon for that for a little bit. And then like, you know, the dog got kind of anxious and then the way, because he wasn't getting any exercise and I wasn't getting any exercise. So like I would get like less patient kind of thing. And it's, I, yes. I find that doing something physical, getting outside is really, really important to me to do every day, even though sometimes I'm just like, nah, I'm tired. I don't want to, but I kind of force myself to do it. And so, yeah, I definitely yes. feel that, um, that doing something physical, even if it's just as simple as walking is really important. Um, and there's the social aspect of like a lot of my, like aside from like you and maybe a couple other people in town, I don't have like my good core group of friends. Like I used to, they all moved away. Um, and so getting together online, yeah. which we've been doing the last three years has been really, really helpful to, um, to actually to all of us. Like we've all talked about it afterwards. Like, you know, if, like if I didn't know this was coming this week kind of thing, like knowing like, oh, at the end of the week on a Friday, I've got something to do. I can laugh with my friends kind of thing. It really helps us all get through the week because some of us live like, you know, kind of some difficult and stressful times like we all do and we find that having that at the end of the week is really really helpful so i'd I'd highly suggest having some sort of outlet be it social or not social or whatever that you kind of look forward to each week Mm. yeah no i agree i tend to agree very much actually especially also the um 
right now and there's those times where you can engage with people online and you can still see mm -hmm. your friends that way <laughs> yeah no, I, I get that okay uh, yeah for sure a couple more questions before we wrap this up uh, I talked about yesterday that some families would on the podcast uh, that some people had like soccer teams of um kids actually like family <laughs> <Good> size <laughs> yeah how, how uh, <laughs> well that canada child benefit would not <laughs> reach its point of diminishing returns you know um <laughs> <laughs> no i can't see myself with like a literal gaggle of children like i i'm yeah <laughs> so would be would you have a limit or Or do you say everything is okay and we see what's going to happen in the future? Right now, we're super happy with what we have, right? Like, we've completed, we've completed our collection. We've got a boy and a girl. Um, um, they're yeah, both yeah. healthy. They're both growing. They're both, you know, learning. Like, they're got real no concerns about development or anything like that. So, like, they're, we're, we're super happy with what we have. They're, uh, so we're like... 95% certain we're done. Um, and done's a really weird word to use mm. for that. But um, there, there's something weird in the back of my head that's like, maybe one more. I don't know. But I I don't know. I think I'm alone in that. And if when I'm alone in that, <laughs> that probably means that it's not going to happen. Because <laughs> again, uh, you know, my partner has to do all yeah. the heavy lifting and all the, you know, all the crazy birthing. So. Yes, and time goes by too, right? So yeah, yeah. No, I, I hear you. We for us we decided to just leave it okay. open for now. Uh, we have no we pretty much have nobody anymore who's asking us questions. But now that we have a second one. Like when we only had one and there was this big gap in between them, then we had people like Isn't that crazy though? And like then, we had that too. Like it's like yeah. as soon as Jeremy came around, everybody's like, So when's the second one? We're like, Holy crap. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I think he's still wet behind the ears. Like give us a break. <laughs> yeah, and then you can't tell them that like things happened, and you know we that's mm -hmm. that's what happened. Like for us, we had yeah. miscarriages, and that happened. But you, I'm not gonna just tell that anybody who's saying, "Hey, you, you have a second child." Yeah, it's a really so. it's, that's what I mean. Like it's such a weird question um, to just be like, "Oh, you know, tell me your entire family plan." It's like. What else do you want? My shoe size? My bank account? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. Cool. So, do you have the same, though? Nobody's asking anymore now? No, I think once you hit two, good? people are like, no, I like, think that's good. You know, you've, you've, you've successfully maintained your family size, right? Like, you've got two. You've got one for you yes. and one for her. You're all yeah. good. I think it's yeah. different sometimes. I think um, I, I have a feeling that um when you have two of the same gender um that people ask a little bit more like you said in some of your previous ones you know like oh you're gonna try for a girl i, I don't yeah, know I it's like that. they're pokemon or something like yeah. that right like you got to get one of them all yeah i guess so said <laughs> yeah yeah the, the nuclear family whatever you want to call it yeah um Did you, uh, this is a very personal question, so if you don't want to answer that, that's fine, then just say skip. Did you guys do testing for when your partner, Caitlin, was pregnant uh, for any uh, 
diseases or anything? I believe so. I don't really remember exactly what it was. I think, um, yeah, but I, I believe that we did, like she just sort of went with the doctor's recommendations to just say this is what you want. And I I really let her take the lead with, you know, pregnancy because again, it's she's pregnant, not me. I do, I've never liked that thing where they're like, oh, you guys are pregnant. It's like, no, 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 she is. <laughs> I'm just here to buy ice cream um, kind of thing. Mm. And so if she wanted to do that to know or to know that things were going well, then, you know, by all means, like if that, if that helps her, you know, peace of mind, then by all means. Right. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. For us, we just decided not to do it. But again, from our perspective, it was just we were happy that we yeah. were having another child, right? So we would take we mm. would take anything. I know? think. I... So go ahead. Oh no, I was just saying. I yeah, remember we did the. Oh, I think we did like the what was it the gestational diabetes one. I know we did that one for sure because I think that's just okay. sort of like you have to really watch your diet or whatever. But I could be, I could be remembering wrong. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I mean the one that where they poke a needle in your belly and they try to get some DNA. From oh, the, from the oh, I don't remember that. For Down, I don't remember Down if we did that or not. Yeah, yeah, we were just like, no. We, even if it, if the hand, child would have been handicapped, mm-hmm. that's fine. We were just, we were just so happy. That yeah, yeah, for sure. Was yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And are you are you used to be interrupted yes. now? <laughs> yes, yes, I am. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Am I? Yeah, yeah. very much. <laughs> does it does it give you um, a hard time? I think you kind of get used to it. Um, sometimes it it gets a little bit annoying and it gets a little bit much, but you know you get used to dad, 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 daddy, 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 daddy. No, daddy, dad, and you're just like, okay, all right. I want. I have a three word sentence <laughs> to spit out here. Yes, that's good. And uh, I had one more here. When you, is there anything you're doing already different than with the first oh, one? Oh, hugely, hugely. Like I, yes. I don't know what it is, but I feel so much more relaxed with, um, with Isla. Like I'm just like, like I don't know what it is. Like it first, like when the your your first child was born, it's like the, you're handed this like, you know pristine crystal statue kind of thing and you're like oh god oh god oh god i cannot screw this up kind of thing and i think you gain a lot of confidence um from going through those first that first year really um (laughs) and then by the time the second one's around you're like "Eh, it's okay (laughs) like you know you get you you realize what i think is what is what's really important to worry about and what's not kind of thing so I find that there's a lot mm. less of like stuff yeah. going on. Like, um, yeah, like we were, we were much more concerned and much more structured and much more like, it's gotta be this. He should be doing this. Like I remember looking up stuff all the time kind of thing. Like even when, okay. um, Caitlin was pres- pregnant the first time I was looking like, you know, what is your baby like now? Kind of thing in the womb, you know, like, Oh, it's the size of a, a blackberry. Oh, it's yeah. the size of a grapefruit. You know, like I'd be looking at that like week over week and just being like, I guess excited for everything. And for Isla, I'm just like, is she healthy? Cool. Right. on. Like, you know, cause it like, you can't speed up or <laughs> slow down time. So it's like, oh, is she healthy? Okay. That's all that matters. Right. Even though we, mm-hmm. do you find, 
Do you find that the time is going by quicker with the, oh, yeah. the second one? Like the, the amount, because she's growing up so oh, yeah, much huge. faster than Absolutely. the first one? It's, um, yeah. It's, how come, how do you, why do you I think, think honestly, is? because with two of them, you're busier, Michael. Like, <laughs> you really are. And, and, um, okay. You, you know, you're busier and it's just, it's almost like you, you miss things because you're focused on one kid sometimes. You look over and you're like, oh, yeah. Right, there's two of them. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it, I've. I think yeah. it also goes by because it's like it's. You feel like you have less time, but the time that you're spending with them is so, like, rich sort of thing, that it feels really full. So, yeah. time isn't going by really any faster, but it's sure there is more experiences that you're having during that time. Okay. Yeah, it's a good perspective. I find that now Casper, he's 13 weeks, almost mm -hmm. 14 on Monday. It's my mean, like, where he's like, he's, mm -hmm. so he's three and a month and a bit, three months and a bit. And I mean, just like, he's already like yep. holding his head up and he's getting yep. ready to roll over. And just like, how did that happen so fast? Because I can remember with Alvis when you rolled over the first time, it was just like this huge, <laughs> yep. big deal. And yeah. the, you know, and now it's just like, mm -hmm. no, no, it's going to happen any day now. But I, what I find so interesting with I was, two of them is how different they are. You know, like you don't, like you, you, you kind of have your benchmark with your first child and then your second child comes along and they're so much different despite being so similar. Like, okay, yeah, it's really, I don't know. I find that like super, super, super interesting. Cause like, you know, you think like, oh, they're going to like the same things, but they don't, they like different things and they're going to act, you know, the same way, but they don't, they're going to do different things. And I know that that's. Hmm? When did you notice that to be different? Like not after uh, the day she long, was born, how much time? <laughs> like, like right away. I'm like, oh, oh. Wow. okay. This baby is, you know, like Isla's way more chill than Jeremy is. Jeremy's very like busy. He's very into everything. He's very much like everything I was as a little boy and then some. Um, so maybe there's karma coming down on me. And Isla's like calm and she doesn't cry very much. And she's just like cuddly and different. And, um, but like it was like day one, like day one, she was on this earth. I, you knew it's like no this one is different this one is really really different maybe that's different for for you but that's what i felt mm. yeah for us i find uh the second one casper we are just like we're doing things differently yep. as the parents too a little bit like we uh <laughs> he's getting spoiled uh so but also i mean his character in the way he is, he would not like. Well, sometimes you let your baby, uh, you you would take like you wake up and then you see if the baby's gonna settle or mm. not, and, and he's crying a little bit. But with Casper, if he cries, he cries, and he mm. cannot settle himself down. And with Albus, we never had that. Albus would just mm. settle himself. That's interesting. He's out. Yeah. 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 But, but I like it. I I I I like it. And now that I. I I'm here. I find that I have 
yeah. a really good connection as well. That was the one big thing I noticed too, that you know, when the second one came around, I didn't realize how much more connected I became with my son because now I was spending so much more time with him kind of thing. And that not because I didn't okay. spend time with him before, but now I, you know, it was more important that I spent time with him because, you know, even though that, um, you know, he wanted to spend time with my wife, there's like, there's some things that they can't do together, <laughs> like anymore kind of thing. If she's caring for a baby and that yes. baby's going to eat every couple hours kind of thing. You know, or if the she and the baby need to take a nap, then you know Jeremy and I are going to go outside for a while or something like that. And it's that that was a really kind of yes. a nice experience. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're the firstborn. This is this is why we're you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get you. I like that. And yeah, yeah, we're just about out of time. We said that. we were going to talk for half an hour, and here we are. At 56 minutes and change so <laughs> yeah it does it yeah, does it goes by quick by. that's good uh yeah thank, thank you very much pete for being on the show and and I, i'm pretty sure you will be back anytime with man more anytime questions. as as parenting it is really really is i still got to figure out your um uh, i still have questions for you for next time so we've got time oh yeah. No, it's so all good. It's all good. They're long ones. <laughs> okay. Have a good night. Okay, Take well, care. Good next time, then. Welcome. You too. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Thanks for being on the show.